0: Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Back with this Monday, expert, good friend of the channel, Mr. Greg Dickerson. How are you doing, sir?
1: Doing great, Michael. How about you?
0: I'm doing well. So one of the things that people not, may not realize about my channel is I'm the only person that kind of interacts with it. So if you see a response, it's from me. Uh, I'm the only one that reads them. I take pictures sometimes and they spark conversation. So uh, I have a comment that I wanted to read to you and then I thought you and I could talk about it. You ready? Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. This is from uh, the handle Hacker. Okay. Uh, Wow. I thought historically when mortgage interest rates are between six to 8%, it is a sign of a healthy economy. Now, Mike, I know you don't want to entertain a housing crash, but if mortgage rates went to six or 7% by December during a time where our economy is in free fall, how could housing not see at least a correction? Uh, So you want to take pieces of that? In the, uh, yeah. Thoughts.
1: yeah, I mean, we're already starting to see markets correct in certain areas, you know, markets, real estate's hyper local and every market's different. We're already seeing, you know, the hot markets are still remaining hot, but we're starting to see corrections already. Mm-hmm. And the market dynamics change a little bit already because interest rates, 30 year mortgage rates are already over 4%. Yeah. You start four, getting four to 6 half. to 8%. We haven't seen that since I don't even know when, you know, what 80s, late 80s, early 90s.
0: Well, actually, I did some research on this. So the last time the Fed funds rate was 6% uh, was actually 2001, surprisingly.
1: Okay, yeah, 2001. And, you know, I bought my first house, 1989, 1990. And my interest rate was nine and three quarter percent, you know, uh, interest on my house. And then back in the 2000s, when. You know, I was doing a lot of building and stuff, my construction loans and, you know, we in the nine, 10% range and permanent mortgages were a little bit less, but mm-hmm. um, I don't remember being that high mortgage rates were in the fives, maybe sixes back then. I can't remember you know, for permanent mortgages. Sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but anyways, to the point of a housing crash, so it's going to be very difficult to have an actual crash right now because there's so much demand and there's so little supply. I mean, I think the numbers are something like we're, we're short. For the demand, four million units. Now that could be rent and single family, but you know there's a there's a housing shortage, a, a you know of about four million units nationwide uh, because of the demand that's out there. But as the interest rates rise, you know demand drops a little bit because of pricing, so people get priced out of the market. So prices will correct, you know. But I just don't think that we have the dynamics set up for a crash like we had in 2008-9 because the mortgage market is fundamentally more healthy now. Than it was back then and i think even if price adjust you know 20 30 percent which they've gone up in the last few years mm-hmm. i think people that locked in at lower interest rates in the twos and threes are going to be okay with that because they really don't have any, any other options they can't sell they can't exactly. finance you know and if they move you know it's, it's going to be just kind of a relative thing so they can sell for less but they can buy for less just like you're selling for more but you're paying more mm-hmm. so it's going to take a little bit of time for those things to adjust but an actual crash i don't think now, I don't know what's going on systemically out there from a leverage in the industry standpoint, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's anything like it was in 08 and 09. I think the mortgage loans in general are more healthy now than they were then. Mm-hmm. We're not seeing subprime loans and all that. We are starting to see, you know, a few more exotic products, uh, products start to come out now. Sure. With- You you know, uh bank statement loans for Mm self-employed individuals, things like that. Yep. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, yeah, you could see a 20, 30 percent correction if rates got up to six to eight percent. Hear what I said, you know, because I know YouTube is. Yeah. If rates in the mortgage market hit six to eight percent, yes, your pricing would adjust probably twenty or thirty percent. And we may see, you know, at least 10 to 15 or 20, even in the fives. You know, yeah. mortgage rates get into the 5% range. You might see that much of a correction, even with the demand, you know, that's out there right now because it's an affordability thing.
0: It is, it is and always has been an affordability. It's a payment thing.
1: So actually, yeah, I want to- People will argue that investors are buying up houses and all that. Really, at the end of the day, I mean, institutional buyers are only about 2% of the market. Oh, it's now, miniscule. probably 10 or 15% is single like you, you know, mm-hmm. individuals that own rental homes, but yeah. you're not out there competing- you know, and paying over value for these houses like the institutions are and can, yeah. uh, you know, and they're, they're only 2% of it. And they're only in certain markets. They're in the Sunbelt markets. Correct. Um, you know, where, where that's that's going on. But um, the biggest demand right now is coming from the millennials and they're they're buying on payments. And that's why, because it's cheaper to buy than it is to rent with the mm-hmm. rates where they were. But that's changing as rates go up.
0: No, absolutely. So I think there's a couple of things, and, and I have the unfair advantage of thinking, A, knowing I was going to bring this up with you. So I thought about it for 48 hours. So there's there's a couple of things to kind of think about here. First and foremost, we're already seeing demand destruction. Uh, I, it, it, last Wednesday, uh, I interview a, a mortgage guy every Wednesday, and he's telling me that brokers are like, you know, buyers are backing out. We have real estate agents that put property on that used to get 20, now are getting one. We're seeing demand destruction already. That does not mean prices fall, at least yet, right? Transactions fall first. And then if it goes on long enough, we could see price destruction. Real estate is not stocks. It is price inelastic, meaning it's sticky. So I want to go back to this comment because when I read this comment, my brain hurts because I see two different paths, but he's merging them together. So let's talk about it. So let's say he's saying 8% in a healthy economy. So again, I don't know that we get to 8%, but let's just say we do. What else is good? Because I look at that and then I look around the rest of the economy. So if we have 8% 30-year mortgage, what does that mean to me? One, inflation is still a problem, right? The the Fed has gone a little Paul Volcker-like and they're starting to raise rates between meetings, on the weekends, just like Paul Volcker, right? Because if we get to 8% on the 30-year, the Fed funds has got to be six, five and a half, six, And we're only at a quarter. So think about what that really means. So that means inflation is still a big problem. That also probably means wage inflation, right? The dreaded wage cycle inflation has rooted and taken hold. That is something the Fed has said out loud that they are afraid of. Because once that happens, watch out. Also, what has happened is consumer behavior has changed. When consumers think inflation is coming, they buy early, right? Because the dollar depreciates over time. So again, if we have 8% 30-year money, it means we have raging inflation problems. So that's the first thing that happens. Then he goes on to talk about if we have an economy that's in free fall. Okay. So that won't happen. That's, that, those, that's, where, I, that's where my brain like has a, I don't know, a seizure. Because say that one again. It, if the economy goes into free fall, 8% interest rates, but the economy's in the free fall. So again, the reason my brain kind of doesn't translate that is if we have an 8-year, 30-year, we have 6% Fed funds rate, but the economy is in free fall, the Fed has proven over and, over and over and over and over and over and over and over again that they will just slash rates. If the economy truly is in free fall, we won't have 80% 30-year money, right? So I, yeah, I, I don't see. Yeah. Yeah, those aren't connected. Get
1: there. Yeah, I don't know that we can get there. Um, And you got to understand who's investing in those, right? So why are rates that high? Because that's investors. So the stock market would have to be way down. Oh, way down. Way down. Money's moving from there into, you know, mortgages, um, you know, and they're they're in mortgages versus bonds. So yeah, like you said, if the economy was in free fall, so the Fed's going to hike rates to cool the economy. Mm -hmm. And then so they can reverse rates to heat it up when they need to. Exactly. And, you know, that's what we saw. That's what we've seen over and over and over. But I don't know, I, I don't know. I mean, it, you know, the dynamics are very different than they were in the 70s when we had double digit interest rates and things like that, mm-hmm. um, because of, you know, the the just the demand side of the economy, the consumer driven economy and the jobs. I mean, there's more jobs than there are people working. Mm-hmm. So we don't have the dynamics that could lead to an economy, you know, that is, you know, that's having enough issues to have to push it, you know, towards those types of inflation rates. And then if you, you know, start to get heated up like we are now, you just, you know, you cool it off a little bit and it's just that that constant throttling up and down. Yeah. The problem is the Fed has been way too behind the curve on these events,
0: Yeah.
1: 08.09. And now, in 08.09, it wasn't just the Fed, it was also mm. the mortgage industry creating those exotic products that tank yeah. everything. But um, now they're just behind the eight ball and, you know, to do what they did for the pandemic as long as they did, it just makes zero sense. Absolutely yeah, they, they did it sense. a
0: year too long. They did it at least a year too long. Uh, inflation is, is, and has always been a monetary phenomenon, too much money chasing too few goods. We're, 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 we're paying for it now. We're going to pay for it with interest. Um, I, I think, I think the 30 year owner occupied loan could have a six on it by the summer of next year. I really do. But again, yeah, it's going mean, to we, get yeah, we may get there
1: sooner than that. I mean, we're already, we're already in the fours, I yep. think, you know, yep. four we'll and a half
0: fives, half. You
1: know before the you know the end of the next quarter probably. oh you could see yeah, you, could, you know you can see sixes by the end of the year.
0: Yeah, maybe. yeah, certainly high fives. Uh, and for me, I think the six because again, we're already seeing demand destruction. Frankly, the slowdown is happening like I said it would, right? A, a slowdown a slowdown does not mean pricing crash. That's what everybody wants. everybody wants it to be the stock market. The stock market will tank in seconds right? I think the Fed, here's one for you. I think the Fed finally raises half a basis point next meeting, which I think is like May 12th or something. I think they're going to finally pull it out. And the reason I say that is they're starting to telegraph it already. Two Fed presidents have already come out in the last 48 hours saying inflation's a problem. We've got to get ahead of it. We've got to get a half. Some of them are talking about getting the Fed funds rate to 3% by the end of the year. I mean, that would be fast.
1: Yeah, well, they're not PAL. And no, uh, that's true. You, you know, <laughs> that's they can talk all they want, you know. PAL is pal. Yeah. And uh, you know, you'll you'll definitely be in the twos by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I mean it depends on how out of control it gets. And it's you know, with, with China and their issues with the pandemic, and you yeah. know, God forbid it happens again here, and you have supply more supply chain issues, you could continue to face more inflation. But you know, from a housing you know, crash standpoint, how quick it can happen. It happened quick in 0809, but again, that was a banking failure where there was no liquidity. There was no money. You couldn't get a loan Yeah. for the most part. Yeah. You know, things changed. I mean, some people could, but it, it, financing dried up.
0: It dried up. So
1: as dying. long as the yeah. banks are healthy and as long as the funding is available, the market will take longer to correct because, again, it's an affordability thing, and there are a certain amount of cash buyers that'll pay, but the average individual that has to get a loan they're just going to be out of the market because they can't afford it. And there's, yeah. you know, so the market's going to have to correct to those affordability levels that takes time, but a crash is what we saw in 08 nine That was pretty much instantly overnight when, when that occurred and, you know, values corrected very quickly, very fast. And I mean, inventory levels, I mean, it seemed literally like that was overnight.
0: Yeah. My market went down 75% peak to trough. So I was in it watching it every day and, and- Again, it was so demand. So people need to realize this demand stopped first, then supply just never stopped coming because of those damn adjustable rate mortgages. Every week, more products showed up. And if demand and it was years,
1: I mean, no you know, years, yeah. You know, in my markets, you know, we saw prices dip 50%, even in the best housing market in the country, DC. I think they dipped about 50% from where they were at the peak. Mm-hmm. And it took years for the appraiser to. Not, you know, to change declining market, you know, to to appreciating market, you know, because appraisers were putting on their appraisal reports, declining market, meaning whatever you're paying today, it's going to be worth less tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I couldn't get a a bank loan that whole time. Banks did the whole 10 to 4 loans. I couldn't get a bank loan. Everything I had to do was private or hard money. I mean,
1: that's what people forget. They forget that when credit markets tighten in environments that we're in right now with big quantitative easing being stopped. So the Fed's not buying mortgage-backed securities, all that stops. That means credit tightens. That Mm -hmm. means lender requirements tighten and the amount of money they're willing to put out there tightens, Um, you know, those types of things. So, you know, that's kind of the shift that happens is, you know, when that liquidity drives up, it, it, you know, uh, eliminates the ability for a lot of people to get loans that could otherwise get loans. And then, like you said, you know, watching deals that are falling apart, you know, That were under contract, fall out of contract, things like that. So, you know, it, it's starting to happen, but there's still markets. The sunbelt is still they're just going nuts still because there's so much demand.
0: Yeah. And then the last thing you touched on early earlier in this discussion uh, is I don't think many people appreciate the value of 30-year money under four percent, whether it's a two or a three. That is going to freeze buyers and or yeah, buyers and sellers in place. There, there are people today that won't move. Uh, ever right cuz their mortgage is just so they can't look at a move up home and go I want to pay an extra 100 grand but my rate goes from 2.75 to 6 they're just not going to move right they'll they'll get an equity line or a second put a you know a, a master suite on their house or whatever uh, we're going to have a lot less transactions uh, as rates Well up it like
1: depends that. you know because the, the theory behind that is their income should be increasing to afford more house if they're looking to move up that means they're making more money mm-hmm. which is generally the idea millennials are making x now yep. their income should you know go up by 50 percent to 100 over a certain period of time so they can mm-hmm. buy you know more house mm-hmm. so that equation you know we'll just have to see when it gets there and there will be some people that because that's traditionally how it was right rates oh, absolutely rates, value move values. up yep. mm-hmm. your income grows you move up um, when I bought my first house in 1990, again it, the interest rates were around 10% permanent mortgages, and I got a loan that was a three-two-one buy down. It was a deal being offered by the developer, mm-hmm. because the theory was our income should grow as we're in the house. We couldn't qualify at nine and three quarters, mm-hmm. so we had a three-two-one buy down to where we started at seven and a quarter the first year, mm-hmm. or seven and three quarters the first year. Second year it went to eight and three quarters. Third year it went to nine and three quarters, ah. and the the developer paid the fee to buy the loan down into that three. You know, three to one product, Mm -hmm. and then at the end of that three-year period, the nine and three quarters was supposed to be thirty years. God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was nineteen ninety. You know, and the house was one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars too. Twenty-six hundred square foot house, nice corner lot, four bedrooms. You know, three and a half baths or three full baths, two car garage, quarter acre lot, one hundred twenty-five grand.
0: Wow. The good old days. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man, this has been a lot of fun. Do me a favor, and where can people find you?
1: Yeah, gregdickerson.com. That's where all of my uh, social media links are, YouTube channel, Twitter, podcast, YouTube, uh, gregdickerson.com.
0: Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it.